You're listening to the Collegiate Diaries podcast. I'm your host, Jillian Heatherman, a rising sophomore at Emerson College who has had her fair share of college experiences. So stick around as I share my Collegiate Diaries with you. Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing splendidly. I first want to start this episode by saying congratulations to our new students, new freshmen. You've made it through one week of college. That's a pretty impressive feat. Now it's time for the classes part to be added into the equation. And that starts with syllabus week. Some of you may be wondering, what is syllabus week? What's a syllabus? No idea. I'm here to tell you. So syllabus week is the common nickname for the first week of classes in college. And it's called this because typically your professors will go over the syllabus for their course, or maybe a class canvas or Google Classroom page. If you are at a paperless college, they might do both. And they'll do that on the first day. And it's so that you guys are all clear and they're clear on what their expectations are for the course, what you're going to be covering in the course material, what your required materials are, and what the deadlines are looking at. Also, you'll usually have some sort of grading breakdown within the syllabus, some attendance policies, some academic institution policies, so that could include Title IX, academic accommodations, things like that that aren't specific to the course, but that professors are required to put in their syllabus. So you might be seeing a lot of similar things on your syllabi across different courses. In addition to going over the syllabus in class, your professors might also have you do some icebreakers or get to know you activities so that you as a class can try and start to form community. Also, it eases tension and it lets everyone get to know each other so that group projects and class participation will flow more easily. Or at least that's the hope. I can't really say it happens all the time. But I find that the more willing you are to participate in these activities, the more willing other people are because no one wants to feel like they're the only one doing these silly things. So that is also an aspect of Syllabus Week that is a pretty normal thing, I would say. Usually, if you're in a lecture, you probably won't go around because there's so many of you. But in classes where there's maybe 20, 25 of you, everyone will probably have a chance to get to know each other as well as understand the syllabus. And you can ask the professor any questions during this time about your course expectations or required materials, etc. as well. Now, I know I just explained what syllabus week is, but it's also the first week of official college classes. So on that note, I do want to emphasize something. Please do not stress about this first week. Even though the first day of school always has some nervous excitement, I feel like, it doesn't need to be anxiety-inducing, which I think college classes can feel like that because you're on your own for the first time and your parents aren't making sure you're getting prepped for school and getting ready and sending you off on the first day. This is something you have to do on your own. 
but just because you're in a new environment and you're not with your parents helping guide you through does not mean that you can't handle this just as well as if you were going into high school, going to school that you knew what to expect. And that's because professors are usually very understanding and forgiving, especially this first week, and especially if you're a freshman or a transfer, because they understand that you don't know your way around campus, you don't necessarily know how things operate or work at school yet, and they know that you are probably internally freaking out at all times, and that's okay. So don't worry about your professors being mean or humiliating you. I feel like that's only something that happens in the movies. But most professors overall are super nice, understanding, really chill, and they just want to help you succeed. I know it's easy for me to sit here and say, don't freak out, it's gonna be fine, it doesn't matter if you're late or if something goes wrong. And that's definitely not helpful on the receiving end. So I'm going to give you some advice on how to not have things go wrong and how to not freak out. My first tip is one that is honestly really helpful and I recommend doing every single year, especially if you're on a really big campus where there's different areas and you have to walk super far. I think that it's so nice to do a walkthrough or a little tour of all of your classes throughout campus the day or the days leading up to your first day of school. This ensures that you know where you're going, not just from your dorm, but also if you do it chronologically, which I would recommend once again, that means that you know where you're going and how to get there from your last scheduled class. So it's really nice to A, have an idea of where you're going, and then B, you can track how much time it takes to walk there in case you maybe have back-to-back classes and it's a super tight turnover. Or so you know that when you're running late, you have X amount of time to get to this class or you know a shortcut, you can figure out shortcuts, you can figure out where in the building the classroom is, which I recommend. If the building is open, don't just stand outside it. Go and find your class because there is nothing more internally humiliating than having to walk around an entire floor and not find your room number and then it's like, oh, I just passed it or oh, it was right next to the elevator and of course I went the entire circle of the floor and it was just on my left and I decided to turn right. If you don't take my advice and you end up running a little bit late to one of your classes for syllabus week, don't worry, you're really not missing anything that you couldn't get online or ask a friend in that class. But I think that it is still important to be in that class and that you should make the most out of being there for a non-learning class period by being outgoing and open to talking to people in your classes. I think that a compliment is always a really great way to kind of worm your way into a conversation, especially because if the person takes your compliment and just says, oh, thank you, that kind of signals that they're not really open to a conversation, so you don't need to press further and keep trying to engage with them if they're clearly not into it. But it's also not awkward because they're not shutting you down. They did take the compliment. They just maybe aren't in the mood to chat at that moment, which is okay. But if someone that you gave a compliment to starts giving a story behind the compliment, maybe they're like, oh, I got this on sale. It's so cute as pockets, look, all that jazz, then you know that they're open to having a further conversation and you can kind of dive into more topics that tell you about the person and 
If you're still really enjoying the conversation and the class starts, you could always ask if they wanted to pick it back up by grabbing coffee after class or maybe getting lunch if it's the afternoon or getting dinner if it's the evening. And if they don't have somewhere to be, they'll probably say yes because no one wants to eat alone on the first day of classes. They'd probably be glad to have a friendly face in their class. It also could be a good idea to be the one who suggests creating a class group chat. Oftentimes, most people really would like a class group chat because it's helpful and if they miss class, then they know where they can go to ask people for notes or ask a question if they need help on an assignment. But no one wants to be the one that's asking for all of these new strangers' phone numbers. So if you're the person that asks for that, you'll probably be perceived as super outgoing and someone who takes initiative, which are some pretty first-class qualities to have, I would say. Another great way to utilize these non-learning class periods is to listen to the professor. They'll probably be mentioning things verbally that aren't on the syllabus that will be extremely helpful and relevant later. So maybe they'll say something like, oh, we'll probably not have class on this day, or oh, these projects will probably start researching on this day. You can notate that or take a mental note, whichever works. And that'll give you a little clue later when you're like, oh, I really would love to go home on this weekend, but I think I have class. Well, you flip to your syllabus, you flip to your journal, flip to your planner, no, you probably won't. And then you can follow up with the professor and ask if they're still planning on not holding class that period or if they're still planning on beginning research then and you have an idea for a topic and you would like to run it by you. Not only will they be super pleased to hear that you were listening during that period, but they will also probably be impressed that you remembered and wrote it down and you felt the need to reach out earlier rather than later, which is always a good idea. Never procrastinate, never wait to the last minute with things. A way to avoid procrastinating and being disorganized is to have a planner or some sort of virtual calendar, whatever works for you. Personally, I love buying planners and then not using them. And I instead like to use the Stickies app on my MacBook and I like to customize it. And then I can make stickies for each class and I like to make a big master to-do list as well and it's nice because I can just have them on my desktop and I don't need to go searching for anything which is super great because I end up never having enough room to write things and then everything goes in some other folder and then I can't find it and then there's like sticky notes everywhere and it's confusing. So pick an organizational system that works for you and try to stick with it. Once you get your syllabus and you see all of the modules in it and assignments and deadlines, I would immediately go to whatever planner or organizational tracking system you're using and fill out all of those dates and deadlines and assignments for at least the first month. I don't like to do the entire semester just because sometimes things change and dates get pushed back and it can be really annoying to redo all of that, but doing the first month at least gives me a good look at what's to come and it also allows me to sometimes get ahead or just have a refresh at the start of each month, which I love to do. I absolutely love and look forward to putting in my new assignments on my sticky note planner. And it's just, ugh, it's such a nice breath of fresh air because I feel accomplished that I did the last month of assignments, but I also feel ready and motivated to do this next bout of assignments. Also, 
don't worry if you lose your paper copy of your syllabus because it will probably be online on your class page and we use canvas at my school which is super nice because it organizes things into modules which allows me to take a closer look at deadlines instead of having to go through the entire syllabus and i feel like that way it's just more visually organized and it allows me to see what i actually have to do week by week so that's also a very nice way to stay organized as well this isn't necessarily syllabus week material but it kind of is it's on the syllabus so i guess it still goes with the theme but it's one of my biggest pet peeves so i just i have to mention it to everyone make sure you get all of your required course materials asap now that doesn't mean get them before your first class from the school bookstore a because school bookstores usually are overpriced and b sometimes your syllabus won't be updated or maybe your professor decides that you're not going to use a certain course material and i don't want you to buy something that you don't have to use because textbooks are expensive and you have to buy them for so many different classes and it adds up as an out-of-pocket tuition cost so don't do that but i think that waiting until you get your syllabus and clarifying with your professor that yes these are all the required materials we need or no you need something else or no you don't need half of those things or yes you need them but i have an online version all of these scenarios can play out in a various course doing that allows you to make sure you're only buying what you need and you can get them online or on secondhand retailers or maybe some upperclassmen at your school have a facebook or instagram page where they sell their used course materials and you might get a few like free highlights and notes out of it so who knows but you can buy it from those secondhand or reduced priced places and that will save you money save you time and save you from buying books that you will never use and don't end up needing okay i totally got off track with my pet peeve because that was like my helpful tip but my pet peeve is when people don't buy their required materials and then it gets to the point in the semester where you need to use your required material like your book or you need to read a chapter in this textbook and they raise their hand and they're like i don't have it and the professor is like why don't you have it and then everyone just has to sit there and it's so uncomfortable and then sometimes they're like well can you share with someone and it's just annoying because i'm like i bought this book i don't want to share i don't want to be rushed reading it i don't want to like share with you in class it's just annoying so buy your required materials and buy them when you get your syllabus it's just so much easier it's easier to buy everything all at once on the first week when you don't really have things to do and later in the semester when you have to go buy a book because you decided that you were going to skip this one out you're going to be so mad at yourself because you don't have time to go look for this book also half of these books are special order so you probably won't be able to find it unless it's a really common book like usually novels are a bit easier to find because you can walk into a barnes and noble and it's there but if you're looking for a really specific textbook or academic journal or something you're probably not gonna find it and the school bookstore would be your best bet but those are also custom special orders too so they could order it for you most likely but it'll probably come two weeks after you needed it and then it's just like what like you're wasting money and you're stressing yourself out and you're wasting time so don't don't be that person who decides that the required materials are not applicable to them all right here is my final tip for syllabus week 
and I think it's the best one and the one that you guys should actually take into consideration. Well, that's a lie because I think all of those were pretty simple, useful, standard things that you should do. But this one, this one I like. I Ruby Granger on YouTube often says it and I always was like, Ruby, that's so like, that's so much work. But I did it once and now I can't stop. So use this week to get ahead. You typically aren't doing much homework wise and also you probably won't be staying for your full class periods because your professor can't talk about three pieces of paper for two hours straight. It's just not feasible. So use the time when you don't have a full class schedule or a lot of pressing assignments that are super difficult and time consuming to try and get ahead on homework and future assignments. Now, a week ahead is always good, but even just a day ahead, anything really helps. And it doesn't have to be in every single one of your courses. Maybe you pick one that seems a bit more time consuming, a bit more difficult, and you choose that to be the course that you're ahead in. Or maybe you just go full force and you're like, I'm gonna be ahead a full week forever in all my courses. Either one is great. Either one is going to help you in the long run. So I always do this and I feel really relieved afterwards because it gives me the ability to still work on things so I'm not extremely bored and wishing that, you know, I had something to fill my time in the library. But I don't have to work with that angst and pressure just hanging over me because I feel the deadline's fast approaching and I just get overwhelmed with all the stuff I have to do that is all due on the same day. And I think that it's a big lifesaver also when it comes to co-curricular events or activities that take up entire weeks or weekends. So I'm in theater and tech week and show weekends, those are all consuming and you don't have time to do anything except for work for that performance. And whenever I have a tech week, since high school I've been doing this, I have done my homework a week in advance. And because I only do it for that week, it's just so that I can have it all set and it's not so I can get ahead. But if you start at the beginning of the semester, you can still remain ahead or you'll at least be ahead for a really long time. And then you just don't work that week and you're back on track with how things go the normal semester. Also, if you're an athlete or maybe if you're on debate team and you have competitions, if you're traveling, that's not fun to do your homework when you're trying to travel and get ready for your big game. Also, I know that schedules with practices are insane. So if you can get ahead, I think that that would be super helpful. And then you won't have the stress of competing coupled with the stress of doing all of these assignments that are due at midnight on the day that you have your big game or big competition. So that is my advice and synopsis of what to expect during syllabus week in college. I really hope that you utilize some of these tips. Honestly, these are all like top tier tips. I would not look at that alliteration. Oh my gosh, I distract myself. But these are all really, really good ways to get ahead. And I'm not trying to give you extra work to do because, you know, school's fun, blah, 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 blah. No, no, no. These things are really helpful and they will save you time and stress in the long run, which as college students, those are going to be the two constant variables in your life. So better to get ahead, better to attack them head on than be taken over by them. 
I hope you have the best first week of school. Let me know how all of your college classes are going so far. Let me know what you like, what you don't like, maybe what your assignments are, things that you're looking forward to for this upcoming semester. And yeah, I'll talk to you next week.